I practice yoga a few times a week, and at the end of each practice, the yoga teacher says, may the light within me see and honor the light within you, and the light within you see and honor the light within me. What if that was our expectation every time we met someone? What if that was the attitude underlying our national conversation? What if that was the foundation for our relationships, our parenting, and our friendships? What if that was the common ground on which police officers and black lives stood? What if that was the starting point for resolving our theological differences? What if that was our intention when we had those hard conversations and dealt with those difficult people in our lives? What if that was how we approached all those seemingly dichotomous relationships? Rich and poor, liberal and conservative, gay and straight, refugee or immigrant and citizen? What if we recognize that God resides in all people, regardless of who they are, and we honored them for that, treated them with the same reverence we give to God? How would that change you? What would it ask of you? What might it do for your life? What difference would it have upon the world? Perhaps it would begin to heal us of our Phariseeism, When I say Phariseeism, I'm not talking about the Jewish people or Judaism. I'm talking about the human tendency to codify, solidify, and narrow one's thinking and being into just one right way, my way. When I play the Pharisee, the one right way is always my way, or my country's way, my party's way, my religion's way, my church's way, or my culture's way. But what about God's way? What about the way Christ showed us? Can you claim to be a true follower of Christ when continuing to do it your way? Phariseeism is the mother of all profiling. And profiling happens when I look at the outside of another human being and make conclusions and judgments about his or her life. Those conclusions and judgments are always in my favor and against the other. Isn't that what the Pharisee is doing to the tax collector in today's gospel? God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. Thank you that I am not like them and that I do it the right way. The truth is, we all have some thems in our lives. The Pharisee only sees the outside of the tax collector. He has no idea about the man's fears and hopes, his dreams and aspirations, his pain and struggles. He has no idea that he and the tax collector just might be more alike than he knows or wants to believe. Even as I make those statements about the Pharisee in today's gospel, I recognize that I am doing to the Pharisee what he is doing to the tax collector. I recognize myself in the Pharisee and the Pharisee in me. What about you? Have you ever been the Pharisee? Ever profiled another? Of course you have. The lie that Phariseeism tells lives in the darkness of our fears. We fear the stranger, the other, 
We fear being powerless. We fear that which is different and unknown. We fear losing our place in society. We fear there isn't enough to go around, and that whatever another gains is my loss. We fear not being enough. We fear intimacy and being vulnerable. We fear being hurt. We fear seeing ourselves in the other. We fear facing ourselves and the truth of our lives. We fear and then we profile. We stand by ourselves, looking at the other through the lens of our way, trusting in ourselves that we are righteous and regarding others with contempt. But what if there is another way? What if we could stand outside ourselves and in the life of another? What if we could see and experience the other's life and world as he or she sees and experiences it? What if we threw out the profile and simply wondered? I wonder what untold story lives behind the face, the words, the actions, and the circumstances of her or his life. I wonder what it is like to stand in their shoes, to see with their eyes, to face their fears, to struggle with their needs and desires, to live with their memories, to feel with their heart. I wonder what I would see, feel, do, and say if that was me in my life. Or better yet, instead of wondering, we could ask. We could ask her or him to tell us their story. What are your dreams? What do you fear? What are your joys and sorrows? Where does it hurt? Where do you find meaning? What do you need? What do you want for your life and your family? I suspect we would recognize many of their answers as our own. If I open myself to the life of another in those ways, if I truly identified with the other at a deep interior level, if I loved the other as myself, if I allowed the light within me, the Christ within me, to see and honor the light, the Christ, and her or him, would I still stand off by myself, thanking God that I am not like them? No, of course I wouldn't. And that's exactly what God is doing in Christ. In Jesus, God chose to stand outside God's self and in human life, to see with our eyes, to feel with our hands, to love with our hearts. Are we unwilling to do the same for each other? In Christ, God not only lives and experiences human life, but God invites humanity to live and experience divine life. God asks us to stand outside ourselves and in the life of another. The Pharisee in today's gospel isn't necessarily a bad guy. He's human, and he's afraid. He's afraid to face the truth of his own life, his own fears, his own scarcity and frailties. I can relate to him. I imagine you can too. 
It is only in facing the truth of our lives that we can ever truly see and honor the truth of another's life. And that's the work God has given us to do. It's a choice we make every time we encounter another human being. The most important work we do in this life concerns our growth and deepening, surrendering to the creative action of love and grace. For we do not exist for ourselves alone. May the light within me see and honor the light within you, and the light within you see and honor the light within me. Thanks be to God. Amen.